Her name is Rahima Issa and she's the CEO and founder of Haditi Media. She's a strategist and an ideas curator. A very good morning to you, Rahima. Fabulous morning to you, Kanye, and to your listeners. Thank you so much for uh, being with us. Today we're talking about a very grim um, topic, if I should say so, one that keeps coming back over and over and over again of, you know, videos, you know, just surfacing. You know, any thoughts from your side? Just I'm not sure if you've seen the video that uh, we're discussing this morning. I haven't seen the video. Um, My only comment at this point in time is to say that Teachers are in a fragile position and parents are also in a difficult position. Being in school right now, it's it's co-parenting. It's not easy. Uh, As a mother of teenagers, I can tell you it's not an easy situation. I haven't watched it. I can only imagine. um, And some things are not not, um, excusable. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to discipline, it's not a one-way street. It's it's parents and, and this whole notion of it takes a village that's come to play. Absolutely important. And I think that as a parent, you you also, uh, you know, touching on a very important point that it's a two-way stream. It's not just the teachers and it's not just um, the parents. Let's talk about curating ideas. You say that when somebody does something that you've been thinking about, you get so bummed about it. You say, man, that was my idea. And we see this a lot in creative industries. You know, when somebody thinks of, you know, a creative idea for a TV show or a radio show, and then when they see it, they're like, that's my idea. But you say an idea without action is just a thought. It's without a thought. Ideas need essence. You need to breathe life into it. And it's it needs a gravitas of construction. I, I'm, and, you know, I think I'm also I'm very sensitive about the fact that, you know, ideas have been stolen and ideas are, are deemed to um, to belong to people. But I say there's a, there's, a, there's a step before you're able to claim an idea as yours. We are all conduits of fleeting thoughts and flashes of brilliant imaginations, but ideas do need to be curated. And how do we curate them? You say, number one, breathe into it. You breathe into an idea by acknowledging it. And then I say it's not as a cursory glance, that's just observing the idea. But you need to give it an identity. For me, ideas live all around us. They have essence. They lie in incubation until they are claimed. We all claim ideas. Mm. So you either accept or decline. When you claim an idea, you either have to accept or decline a role of nurturer. When you decline the nurturing role, that's when you release it back into circulation until it's claimed again. Um, but an idea is, is not that fleeting thought that you've done nothing about. Ideas need work. Mm, that's very true. You need to work, work, work. And you say that in practical time... Uh, hi, Rahima. Yes, I'm here. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. You say that in practical terms, start playing around with what this idea means. And you say that you use a pen and paper to jot it down. And no matter how random, because each thought... I mean, each thought, you know, or idea as we are talking about will need you to actually unpack it. You know, what does this mean? How am Mm. I going to make it happen? What are the resources that I need? Where am Mm. I as opposed to where I need to be to make this um, idea come to life? Yes, you need to 
you know, you need to understand about what do you need to do and what do you need to be in order to take this idea further. It's not, it's not just a concept of, oh, yeah, this is an idea, I must run with it. Sometimes you're not ready for the idea. And so you need to be in a space where you acknowledge this is, an, this is something, it's a thought, I want to do something about it. And to do that, you need to brainstorm and you need to brainstorm often. I always give an analogy that a newborn baby takes months to learn basics and a few years to be self-sufficient. You need to breathe into your idea until it has a level of self-sufficiency. It exists beyond just that fleeting thought, but it's got almost like an identity and a visual form for you as to what potentially are you dealing with. Mm. Give it that identity and direction. That's very important. And uh, moving on to point number two, you say share it. Share it. And this is where um, I think we've had this discussion before where we're always told not to share it, you know, but to keep quiet about it and to work in silence on your ideas and just come out when you've done it. So I'm going to go in a bit of a monologue here. I think for me, we need to air things. Ideas, I see. And and, and I do observe and I do acknowledge that in, in entrepreneurial communities and capitalist ecosystems, we've cultivated a culture of secrets and and these secrets are given this notion that everything we have has got commercial value, and if we share it, we should be sharing it for the free. Ideas are free. We do not share. You know, we need to understand that we do not. We do not share ideas with that idea that you know it's going to be stolen. You, the idea cannot be stolen. It can be developed. Ideas are all around us. Chances are the seed that you received is part of a family of seeds that others received. So you need to air your idea because ideas feed on other ideas. If it appears that somebody has stolen your idea, it means that they have progressed further than you have. And chances are they nurtured and cultivated the idea more effectively. Mm. So for me, the whole sole purpose of airing an idea is to oxygenate it and to infuse the idea with nutrients that nourish it. And I give I give ideas the whole notion of life. You give life to things. So in the same way, you do not plant crop in unsuitable soil, as an example. Don't take out your ideas in unsuitable climates. Yeah. You need to be conscious and identify the right people, the right spaces, and the right time to share information. Um, and it's not like it's an easy thing. It doesn't mean that, you know, you're always going to be right and you're going to share things at a suitable time. It's something that you learn. But we've, we've lost this ability to understand where to cultivate our ideas. And therefore, we keep silent. We keep numb. We're not growing our thought processes. We're not growing the influences. We're not challenging. I always say that we're actually almost afraid of Africans as feedback. We think feedback is a bad thing. It's mm. not. Feedback actually tests something. Feedback gives you that nutrient to do something about what you are thinking. So for me, my example in life is to, under- is to understand that I have shared ideas too soon. And not everybody is an ideas curator. Not everybody understands the journey of ideas. They feel that the end product is what they want to interact with. The end product is usually a culmination of multiple streams of ideas, of of breathing into it, of airing it, and of shaping it into a definitive form. Mm. So you need to understand that not everyone needs to be part of, of, of a breathing in or an airing process. <laughs> the reality is that some people have, have nurtured ideas and have breathed into them and have given them more life than me, faster than I have. You learn that certain people that you don't share 
ideas with and you don't curate around because their influence or their interest is very different. So they implement the same idea that you had or the same thought, but they'll have different nuances. And you need to make a call as whether or not you're open to receiving feedback and airing it and, and nurturing it, or you're going to close off that idea and move on to the next one. Because that's the thing, ideas, they're not finite. They are all around us. It's really a question as to how far you're willing to allow your mind to go, to breathe air and get new direction for what you're thinking. Mm. And don't forget that life is quid pro quo. So it's give and take. So understand that many people are influenced by, influenced by many things and have an interesting idea for many different reasons. So you need to be aware of this as you go into the, you know, the fertile spaces mm. to air your idea. Wow. Wow, very important. And I know that I also sometimes have the tendency of sharing an idea too soon. And I'm like, mm, well, maybe I should have kept quiet just a little bit, you know, and incubated. It's important to incubate ideas, though, um, mm. Rehima, to a certain extent, you know, in, in your own space to think about them, to process the thought. And also not every idea will necessarily translate into a thing. Sometimes it's okay mm. to think of something, say, oh, well, that's a really great idea, but maybe not now or maybe not for me. Absolutely. I do believe you need to you need to release ideas. <laughs> because the more you plug up your system, you know that people we, we walk around and if you're a person who's into a space of idea curation, you are never short of ideas. But not every idea is for you to act on. Sometimes all you are is a conduit to breathe life into it so somebody else can take it on and move on with it. Wonderful. Third point, act on it. Track record trumps intention any day. Track record, track record, track record. Any idea that has not been acted upon lies in stasis. And so for me, the reality is that because it lies in stasis, it takes up personal energy to retain ideas in your system. Work on your idea a little bit every day. Set aside time and targets to work on your idea. It's like going to the gym. The more you develop your, let me act on this muscle, the better you get at translating ideas to reality. So acting on your idea gives you that practical life feedback on the practicalities, debunks or affirms assumptions and allows you to grow idea from seedling to full-blown plant. Also, there are elements out there and it can be very rough. So by acting on your idea, it gives you an opportunity to understand and to weather the various elements you may be exposed to. Some call it just growing a thick skin, others call it life lessons, but that's the reality. Act on your ideas so you become good at translating these fleeting thoughts into spaces where you're airing them, into spaces where you can do something about it. Mm, very important. And finally, to somebody that's out there right now listening to you, uh, Rahim, and saying that I've got a great idea, it needs a lot of money, money which I don't have, and I'm already feeling discouraged about it. What do you say? Yeah, I've got a personal thing about ideas that need money immediately. Curate your idea in such a way that you can work on the elements that don't need the money first. And then in that way, find different ways of partnerships. I, for example, I work on ideas to a point where I then start getting volunteers to work on it. I get people to, you know, find other ways of implementing smaller aspects of ideas. We always think go big or go home. Ideas, I've got a friend who's been curating an idea for the last 10, 15 years. 
And you can see it, it's a frustrating process, but it's something that they're dedicated to. They're brilliant at sitting with and, and, and brainstorming things over because they can pick up very quickly things that work, things that don't work, and different perspectives. So I always say that sometimes your idea feels like it needs money, but sometimes it needs other types of resources to stimulate it to work much better. Thank you so much, Trihima, for joining us. Please do share your social media contacts uh, with us for your, our listeners as well. Uh, my social media contacts on Twitter and on Instagram are at Rehema Isa or at Hadithi Media. Thank you so much for being with us. There you go. How to curate your ideas in three easy steps and do uh, follow Rahima there. She does post um, and, and, you know, so that you can also get those points and ponder them and read them, you know, in, in more detail. Thank you so much for joining us. 29 minutes before 5 o'clock. Stay with us. Here's a Sunday with the soil.